Hey ho. Hey, hey, motherfucker. It's sunny in the motherfucking shade. You already know what we here to do. Throw as much shade as we can. No, that's you, bitch. Oh, no, bitch, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> hold up. Now, that's you who initiates it first. The lies. However, I'm Dwayne. And I am the one and only Artavius. Yeah, the shade queen. So, um... <laughs> We have to. We have a little setup that's very different with this episode. Okay. So, um, I made the big mistake of recording Artavius right in the middle of some juicy gossip. Mm-hmm. So it's he only just snuck in the recording, y'all. Well, <laughs> bitch, that's because you shady. So what we're gonna do is just set you up for what already uh, the conversation was ongoing. So, okay. um, kind of give you a little bit of background. The subject is married men. Ooh, okay, y'all. Yes. Look at here. Look at here. <laughs> okay, so I, I was a little nervous with this topic. Wayne had brought it to me, and I was like, ooh, I don't know if we want to spill this tea because it is so real that, who we had them eyebrows like, girl. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I appreciate about the episode, it is very real and it's very deep and personal. However, it's very relatable. Bitch, I wasn't ready. I didn't want to spill my tea, bitch. And I'm talking, this tea is hot like fireball. Ooh, straight off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, that's uh, I think we privied you up for mm-hmm. what you're going to hear. Uh, co-hosts, please make sure you're going to go and subscribe and talk about it and fe- give us feedback and everything. Yes. Um, and let us know. What you think about this this shady bitch over here in married men? Uh, and don't forget to close them legs to him, honey. <laughs> clap, clap. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. All right. Enjoy. <laughs> I had called him after me and my boyfriend broke up. And, uh... It was after hours, and he was like, okay, well, I'm just going to come over. So he just came over, and we was talking. And I was telling him about the situation and everything, and I started crying. And then he reached in for a hug. So as I hugged, he went to the neck, and boom. He kissed you. Yep. So was there any other inkling at that point where, before that moment, that it could have been a more than... I mean, I'm a very passionate hugger, so you know I like the, you, you know how I am with my hug. So you hugged him before, and we always, that was we like, always took, like, when we greet him before we leave. That's how I do the show. Yeah. That's, that's how I, I mean, I but I ain't never want to kiss you on the neck. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, that's, that's what he did. And when he did it, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Okay. And then he just kept going, and I, I didn't want to be like, because I felt like I don't, I don't know what I was feeling, but it, I knew it was wrong. It was kind of feeling like rape, girl. <laughs> but it, it <laughs> I knew you it was bitch. wrong. But I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. I said you too. <laughs> 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 I mean, mm-hmm. just sitting there thinking about it, but I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I was like, ooh. I don't want to be like, ooh, don't do that. Because I know he was married. But the thing I think that fucked me up the most, his wife was what turned him on to me. 
So his wife was a supporter of mine. And she was telling, she told him about me and of course that he could possibly help me, of course, get to the next level and with all of this stuff. And that's how me and him met. And for him to do that, and I was like, I'm kind of just like slapping her in the face, like, bitch, I slept with your man. But we didn't do any, we didn't do anything penetration. Well, yes, we did. That night it was penetrational, but it wasn't really in there because it's like, but she was at the back door, but the back door was sealed, girl. So I was like, it's like, bitch, no entering. <laughs> girl, see, now this is like my first time again. I can't deal. But, yeah, so, honey. And then it didn't just happen at one time. It happened probably like a good four or five times after that. But like the last time I did that, I used some on the last time because I really needed that nut and I wanted some clothes. So. Hmm. And then I think we went like a whole year without talking. And then uh, I reached, now he reached out to me. Uh, was it last year? Mm-hmm. I was still at Shirley House before I got back into my apartment now. I reached out to him, or he reached out to me, whichever one it was, hell. And he, uh, was just, of course, I mean, he was watching me from the sidelines and, of course, still uh, proud of me and all of this stuff. But since I've had my clothes, I don't really like, I kind of get disgusted when I see him now. Because mm. it's like, what the fuck? So... So that's kind of the situation. For me, um, I told you my situation was pretty, like, recent. But I don't know, like, you younger folk, recent is like last month, two weeks ago. <laughs> um, but this was pretty recent, a couple, a couple of years, maybe like two, three years ago. Okay. And um, so this that ain't recent. Well, it Long ended time. at about that time, and yes, that right. is recent. You, <laughs> you young person. So, um, in 2014, I moved back to Memphis uh, around February. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 2013, I was befriended by this guy via Facebook. Um, I'm not gonna say his name. And because I am going to describe circumstances around us dealing with each other. Um, he did explain to me, he was like, it, it, came, it was like, I guess he kind of inboxed just like, hey, what's up type of thing. And it was just really like just cool, chill type shit. You know how motherfuckers just connect on Facebook, just small talk. Then it turned into a thing where they were sharing that they, they sing and rap and that they have music out there and I should support them, take a listen. I was okay. like, okay, listen to their music, really loved it. Okay. Um, end up being a situation where, like, we talked more and more gradually um, as I got into their music and was like, this is really great. Mm-hmm. I knew I was coming back to Memphis. They lived in Nashville, not in Memphis. And I, at that time, lived in Los Angeles. Okay. So I end up getting to February 2014 move I did let them know before that I was moving back to Memphis from LA so I didn't think okay well we're gonna be able to hang out or anything like even 
I love music. I sing, I write, and things like that. So I was like, yeah, that would be great to have that opportunity with someone to go in the studio and work with them or whatever. Right, right. But neither here nor there, that was kind of like the thought in the back of my head that kind of gave me motivation to continue to converse with them or whatnot because I had a lot of shit going on anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up coming back to Memphis. They were hit me up. Hey, you in Memphis? I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, look, I can come down to Memphis and come see you. I'm like, okay. Okay, but time was rolling so fast with in Memphis and I was getting set up and had a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. I and They ended up not being able to meet with me down here or anything, but I ended up... I think I ended up, I was doing something with like my mom and uncle in the car. No, my mom and cousin were in my car. But I was running around doing errands or something and they just was like, hey, I'm in Memphis, you busy? And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. um, but to kind of like go through the insignificant things and straight to the meat of it. Um, I ended up like running, I think I met them that particular time they visited and you know we just sat and talked in their hotel room or whatever i don't know what other business they had here i don't know if they were talking to someone else if they fucked someone at night at the mm-hmm. hotel or whatever i don't know i was just like whatever so that's when the oh i'm kind of attracted to you let's see what happens past this type of thing which i was kind of weirded out because you had a whole motherfucking wife but then the circumstance around that how it was explained to me from him which I didn't believe but um, as time went on I didn't give a fuck because I was like mm, she ain't do- she must not be doing what she needs to do with that dick because he was showing Baby, up getting it to me he told me I need to teach his wife how to do more wow and this guy was like I, like I, I and, and you know I was one of the and I hate that you would say this because eh. I just kind of want to hold it to close my chest, but um, clearly he really enjoyed me performing oral on him. He mm-hmm. was like, he said no one had ever actually made me bust a nut like that. Mm-hmm. And so it was weird how, oh, I'm going to say I like such a whore. Like, <laughs> this is just my craft. But um, you are very skilled. I used to service him while he's standing up. Really? And I would like service him or whatever like on my knees mm-hmm. but I would grab his legs okay. in like a hold okay. where right. he couldn't move mm-hmm. while I'm doing it mm-hmm. and it drove him fucking crazy and he came like that Dude. so um, and bad. then the other thing was I had not had anal sex in like years mm-hmm. so when he got an opportunity to try to do that it was just like it Knocking was version. At the door, it but was. You it can't come in. Right, and I was just like, "Nigga, my eyebrows burning." <laughs> <laughs> Relax all your muscles. <laughs> Baby, and so I it, couldn't even. Yeah. So it ended up being one of those things, and I was just like, "Okay," but it after the sex part, that's when the emotional thing happened, where that's we were. Happened me. I, I I connected. That's why I don't like having sexual relations with people. Because yeah. once that happened, boom, yeah, I'm connected, and yeah. it's like my body becomes abs- not absorbed, but my body becomes comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. And it's like now, every time I think of you, hear your name, or hear your voice, I'm aroused, I'm ready to go. And you know, that's the crazy part because that guy 
Like it was kind of the same thing because I never liked nipple play. I never. It's been not into my thing. I'm play. like that with with get my ass ate. Like I don't enjoy that at all. Like at all. Mm-hmm. But for the the guy, he loved it. Well, not this particular guy, but like the guy that I had messed around with. Yeah. After the married guy. They seem to love that, and I just be like, oh, okay, I'm just focusing on trying not to fart in their damn face. <laughs> like, Lord, please don't let me fart. Burn. Okay. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the crazy part about, like, that situation with myself and the married guy was that I grew to love him. I wouldn't say I grew to love him because I knew I couldn't and see, from, the thing that, is- from that point. I knew that same thing, but I still, yeah, I was, I was, I, I'm just I was like, in. what was that? You're my little secret. And I didn't feel like that. I did because he, and I, and I watched him online and how all these people looked up to him and how he always would bring his wife and do, and I slick got jealous a little, but um, it was like when he came in town. He was like, well, I'm in town. Uh, what you doing? It was always, of course, late night hours. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Come over here. I'd be like, I want to talk business. And, of course, we'll talk business about um, business cards and website stuff and all of that. But, of course, after that conversation, we get to talk and uh, have oral play or masturbation sessions or whatever it be. But mm-hmm. we never... Um, got to the penetration thing after that first time but it was like it always ended up being just like oral with him yeah so that guy for me it was like okay I got I definitely got digmatized with him he had nice fucking sex Like, he was very good at what he was doing. Mm. And the thing is, oh, I sound like one of them women. Oh. It, you know, it's like. <laughs> it is it was what like, it is. He was listening to my body. That type of shit. But the thing <laughs> is, like, I wasn't in a nipple play. He got me into that. Mm-hmm. Then it was a thing where, like, he had ridiculous head. Like, mm-hmm. and I wasn't into. I'm not into oral. Like, they don't really? do nothing. I'm not. Mm. See, with him, what's going on? He, he, he never, like. He never gave me oral, or he never um, masturbated me, or ejaculated me, rather. It was like I was always servicing him. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with that because it was like it fulfilled that fantasy for me. And the fantasy was to just be able to do that with another guy. I mean, of course, at the time, I hated it was him, but at the time, I this is what I want. Yeah. And I got it. Of course, it have its backlash and shit later on, but I mean, my thing is, hey, it happens. You learn, move on. Yeah, and I I felt like even with um with this guy, like I loved him, and the un- the it was so much uncertainty for me, where I felt like I love an idea. Okay. The idea of the relationship? Absolutely. I fell in love with an idea because I was like, I had gone through a really bad relationship at that time uh, that was like horrendous. Uh, Other guys that I dealt with after that, 
um, like it was one guy, he, he, he and I, we had a sexual thing where, you know, we continuously got together and fucked, mm-hmm. but he would go back home to a guy who was abusive to him and some mm-hmm. old shit and he didn't want to leave because he had nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. But the only way that I could deal, only way I could be with the guy and continue to have him and we have a commitment is he move in with me type of thing. I have mm. to take care of him. And I was just right. like, uh, no. Nice guy. We actually reconnected this year. Really? Uh-huh. After, and this is like from back in 2012, 13. Okay. So coming from that individual to the next person, uh, like who I dealt with, Mm-hmm. Uh, and then dating weirdos and shit in LA it just really fucked me up talking about having a relationship and thinking I'm gonna have anyone then I met the married guy right. and so being that he was like kind of nice and everything like literally this guitar right here he gave me that for my birthday really yeah Oh, so now you hold on to something that he gave. Which is ridiculous. Like you cherished it. I, I always wanted a guitar. Mm-hmm. And so when I told him my heart's desire, he gave me what I wanted. Mm. And I unboxed Ooh, bitch, I it. Felt I unboxed it, which all of that to me is significance. Yeah. Which at the same time it shouldn't in my in my head, I'm like, you shouldn't fucking make that significant because this is a married man. Right. And Red then, flag, bitch. Red flag. Right. And he kept like explaining, like, well, you know, my wife is completely okay with this. And like it's been times I've been sitting right next to her talking to you on the phone and what? I yes sir Baby. I was like uh-huh. why the fuck would you have me you know intertwined in that bullshit like it just he so cause I had asked him I was like what does your wife think about this and he was like well she ain't gotta know yeah. and from that point yeah. I was like oh my god this is a down low nigga <laughs> And I never caught that until that moment. Okay. And from that point, that's when I realized I cannot do this. Yeah. I, I hate it. It got to that probably like after the third session. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it got there and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. He is one of them. And it messed me up. It messed me up. And but- I, I can't even... I can't look at him the same. I feel sorry for his wife. I feel sorry for any woman who has to deal with that. I don't even think I could accept a man back after you done told me you done cheated on me with the opposite sex on what I am. How am I supposed to compete with that? I mean, but I wasn't, um, this guy here, this was even more unique. He, like, straight up, it seemed like this girl really wasn't phased because she supposedly had someone else too. It was just, it was fucking what? weird. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, they have an open marriage, you know, where they can what? have them someone and shit like that. And I, and I was just like, could, I don't get it. Could I just say like, what? Okay. What is it with these women that is okay with their men sleeping with other people, whether it's the same sex or the opposite sex. 
outside of their marriage and as long as they are coming back home or paying the bills they are okay with that i mean but i think that that could be explained in so many different ways like women this is go back to the southern bell syndrome in my opinion you know women marry to have comfort they marry to have stuff but and what about things. fucking self-esteem and morals and it seems like like they are just shot at morals and self-esteem. Like they just don't give a fuck. Cause baby, uh uh-uh, uh, it wouldn't have worked with me. I wouldn't say they don't give a fuck, but I would absolutely say that they they know that if they deal with that that shit from that man, they don't have to worry about certain things. It's kind of like I look at it like a woman going to get on like government assistance. She don't want to deal with the headache of dealing with the crabby ass caseworker, the long waits and all the other shit that comes with that. But the benefits is she gets those benefits. And it's the same thing. Look, That just makes me just not even want to be in a fucking relationship. Because it seems like the older I get and the more that I find out, I'm going to be that bitch with the six cats. I don't know why the fuck you keep saying that. I'm going to be him. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> but it, I think it, that... It really, like, turns me off. Like, I understand love is an amazing thing. And I've recently, with the, the person that I'm talking to now, yeah. I've experienced what it's like to cuddle, what it's like to be cared for, and to... To actually love somebody, and I really, 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 really love that, yeah. and that feels a fucking amazing. The shit in the movies is real. <laughs> so, um, but the thing is, when it comes to certain things, and you showed me, and you told me to my face that I'm more of a control person, and if I don't have control over it, that's when it's like I can't handle it. And I see that now. I had to. Oh, that messed me up for a week. Really? Yes, it did. <laughs> it messed me up. Okay. And um, it seems like the more that I experience and the more that I learn, it's like, oh my God, this shit is work. It is work. Mm-hmm. And I honestly did not think that I would have to make this type of sacrifices that I had to, to be with somebody. And it's, it gets overwhelming at times and it gets lonely as yeah. well. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what the fuck are you going to do? Are you going to ride this shit out or are you just going to, you know, just chill out and be like, okay, well, we good. We ain't arguing. We ain't doing none of that. I mean, we did have a couple choice words to say, but. Really? This, yeah. So, of course, hear each other out. Okay. So each other could know where we stand. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, oh my God. Is this what I'm trying to deal with? But I guess as as both parties state what they're feeling, they would know now so it won't be a problem in the future. So hopefully that's the case because I can't keep doing this. I can just get a dog and I'll be happy. You know what, but a dog ain't gonna fuck you like you wanna be That's fucked. Fine. I adopt three kids and I will be fine. And not one of those kids gonna fuck you once again, I R. Kelly. A toy, another <laughs> one. And so, you know what, my thing, I think that, uh, like, talking about the whole DL thing and the married man or whatever. Um, Dylan, 
dealing with their married man, I learned something. Mm-hmm. And what I learned, the small thing I learned was that I can love again. The big thing I learned in that is I know, absolutely know what my love language looks and sounds like. Okay. And it's crazy that I got that out of that <laughs> because I actually, to this very day, I have not spoken. Like, how we ended was pretty toxic. Mm-hmm. I would say I pulled the trigger. Okay. So it was a thing where it was like I felt so connected to him in spite of all of the drama that was kind of around him being married and he feels like, okay, he really wants me to be so uh, there and present with him as a boyfriend to him. But the only part of my life I can have you is so much as, oh, you come and visit to Memphis, we have sex, we might go hang out and go eat somewhere or something. Or after church. Yeah, or we hanging out you know, whatnot, the weekend, and I have to block my schedule out where I damn near can't talk to nobody, can't be on the phone, not because he's telling me I can't, but because he's there and I just don't feel like dealing with explaining to anyone that he's there and who he is to me. Because I then am inclined to share that, okay, this is a married man. Right. Right. Um, Nobody won't think guilt on them. Right. And I felt that the guilt was heavy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, and I'm a believer in the universe and cosmic energy. And that what I was emitting into the universe was that, okay, I'm dealing with a married man, whether the wife knows or not, the the, the universe will send that back to me. And that's what I was afraid of. I would be in a situation where I'm with a guy I've been cheated on before. So what I don't want to happen is to be in in another time dealing with another individual and get cheated on again again and then i have to be like this is the energy that i gave to the universe and yeah. it came back yeah so I, that ate me up secondly i was attached to that man i love that man to this day that's how attached i was to him and he and i spent less time together than my last actual boyfriend and they wasn't as potent as he was to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, um, he was good to me until he wasn't good to me. Okay, what do you mean by that? He was good to me in the respect of, like, he was attentive. Okay. Um, That's sexy. It it is. Mm. It, it it feels so good to be heard, yeah. to feel that you've been. Mm-hmm. And and I need to. T- I'm gonna say it slowly. That way it can hit. <laughs> it feels so good to know and feel that you're being heard. Mm-hmm. It do. That's the most sexiest thing anybody. Can do. When your when when a desire from your mind and your heart is being met, mm. and your mind and heart are connected with an individual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's earth moving <laughs> like yeah move mountains absolutely and then you know to be like okay when we did have sex it was absolutely an unspoken language 
Not to sound so poetic. It. I get it because I feel that now. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. Because yeah. I'm, I've only been in one official relationship with a guy in my entire life. And now the guy that I'm um, talking to now, we're not official, but we're dating. And it's like the connection is just, mm -hmm. it's scary. Right. Because you want to control it to be able to, to control the flow and make yeah, sure and that it's... to manipulate it how I know Exactly. And the thing is, you cannot... It's, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like being chained to the bed with the IV in your arm. Uh, you can't reach the fucking box to control the dosage. Yeah. You just got to get whatever dosage that's coming out of there. And I think it's the same thing when it comes to you dealing with the individual in those circumstances. Yeah. And particularly in my situation, it was absolutely like that. Yeah. And it got to the point I had to abruptly cut him off. Yeah. Like, I stopped answering the phone. I stopped, like, answering text messages. And I would read them, which he's a sly fox. He probably had to read receipts on him. I don't know. <laughs> and then it turns to the thing where I just put them on do not disturb and I would still go back and read messages or mm -hmm. listen to a voicemail if he sent it or whatever then I just stopped checking all that shit and it took me like to last year to like I was doing something with my phone because I got you know the new iPhone 10 or whatever right. last year and I was like you know fucking around and that's when I saw all the voicemail and mm -hmm. the text messages that he sent me and stuff I was just like damn see and I had to for the married guy that I was talking to, I had to roughly cut him off. So I had yeah. to just unfriend him, yeah. block him, erase his number. Yeah. I, I just had to do it. Yeah. And I and I actually did that. Um, it was probably, I want to say December 2018. I had to do because I said I did not want to step into this new year with this. Yeah. And you have to sometimes with some people in your life, you just have to cut it worth it yeah you can't keep up well i'm gonna wait till i get closer with this no you have to do it right then mm -hmm. because if you don't they're gonna forever that's gonna forever linger and i'm glad that i did me too um i missed that sex though but i'm glad i, I did I, I mean i i still looked up to that person for the the messages that he speak but since that connection that we have I can't see past that. Yeah. I can't see past that. And he wasn't, and this guy here, I think he wasn't really, he wasn't ready to go ahead and go the next step with me too, which I think made it also easy to be like, okay, you know, like Sarah and I, you know, you ain't really, I'm not really, you know, getting anything out of this because I think he, he was always like very, very um he was very jealous too like i can be that as well right and I and i'm cool that. with you having your whatever like whatever mm -hmm. <laughs> um but my thing is don't bring this shit over here okay. and, and i'm like and how do you have demands when you're a married man like i'm lowering my standards to even deal with you right and it's like Yeah, so that's what it is. Mm -hmm.
it's just it's crazy I mean sitting here thinking about it now mm -hmm. like what the hell was I thinking and I knew that's better. my question I knew <laughs> what was better. I thinking and it was it was somebody that I looked up to and a very fluid speaker and I, I really looked up to him and to for us to cross that line it just messed up everything everything but like I say you live you learn oh, and, yeah. um, it, 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 it was fun while it lasted um, our last time I did get my closure with that and I actually told him I was like um, I, I, I used you on this one because I just needed I just needed this little nut right here and um, this is going to be the last time we do this mm. and if we're going to meet up we cannot meet up at my house we're going to have to meet up outside the house why did you do that? because I wanted to close that door so him knowing where you live would not close that door? what you mean? You said you were closing that door, so you wouldn't. Before that, you said you wouldn't allow him to know where you live or no, come to. No, he knew where I live. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, we okay. Would, he would come to my house. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He always knew where I lived. Okay. Yeah, it's just he never. When he came over in the beginning, it was of course during the daytime, but okay. that time I called him that night was when he started coming those late night hours, what we call booty call hours. Of course. Right. Okay. Yeah. But the last time it was on the, it was on Jesus Day. It was a Sunday. And he just <laughs> got out of church. Mm. And baby, he came in. He was ah, Oh, I still remember this day. <laughs> he came in, baby. Took off his cufflinks, that watch, put it on the table. He was like, okay, you ready? No conversation at all. Baby, we already knew what he was coming to do. And afterwards, cleaned up, and he was on his way. I don't know what you come to do. Mm. <laughs> okay. Look, the conversation got a little heavy, didn't it? Baby, none at all. No introduction or nothing. Mm -mm. Hey. Hey. Church. No, I'm talking about this whole conversation oh. was heavy. Okay. <laughs> you look, yeah, you like it. It was quite heavy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but. sure we, uh, well, okay. I mean, I'm sure that we're not in this alone mm -hmm. uh there are other people of course and i mean and to the co-host out there we ain't we don't do this podcast to just spill our tea or whatever i mean yeah. of course this is for those who've done stuff like this this is a this is a lot of stuff that we taking on this yeah release and stuff like this Right, because and we do have professional lives outside of this. Absolutely, but um, we do this to, of course, be transparent with you guys and let you know that you're not the only ones who go through stuff and who's experienced things. Because we maybe not be so proud of the things we've done, but hey, we've done it, and hopefully, we've learned from them. Absolutely, and, uh, be able to live the rest of our lives better. Yeah, and the whole motivation, I I would say, from my perspective is to make sure that we are completely honest even if it's right. brutal sometimes and yeah. it may seem self-damaging yeah. um i think you said you hit it right on the head if we're able to share our mishaps yeah. and someone understands and learns from it or gets it 
uh, even if a person can give an amen to it, you know, right. and say, bitch, I did it too. Okay, right. I think we we have accomplished what we're right, out to do right. uh, in this particular um, right. instance. So, uh, as always, as bitch, always. it was show enough. Woo, Sunny in the show. Baby, that shade was some serious. <laughs> yeah, right, but I just hope and pray that you guys got something from it and to... Um, not look at us any different, cause honey, we still the baddest bitches in the land. Yeah. Don't get it wrong. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we don't. We didn't. We didn't share this episode to just be like, oh, bitches, we slept with a bad man. Yeah. It, it's it's not that. It's just the fact of sharing our stories on. Okay, we too went through this. Bitch. Yes. We got got to. Yeah. And I will say this. I think all the married men, first off, all the married men are not like evil, right. you know, all criminal, vindictive, like right. uh, malicious individuals. Um, I would say my guy was just, he simply was dealing with his own shit and he didn't know how to unpack that and address it. I think that myself, I dealt with that, excuse me, because I was in a weird place and I w- that, that took me to go through that to grow. Uh, yep. I had never dealt with a married man. I had never dealt with anyone who was in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone. I never, you know, cheated on anyone that I was with. Maybe. So that was absolutely uncharted territory that I had to explore. Exactly. And I think that, you know, if someone is possibly on the other side of this situation, like I would say, like, even if his wife was listening to this, right. right, I feel like I would be able to give her some information by yep. what I shared that she other otherwise may not have known yeah. or she did know and just it gave her some comfort and resolve in that so i think that you know this you could you could kind of take this episode and look at it in so many different yeah, uh vantage points and take what you really need from it but um to continue what artavis was saying is not to bash anyone is yeah. not to brag or boast that Oh, we got somebody's man or anything. Right. Bitch, I take your right it's because baby. shit. You can it's have been a it's been some time after the fact that we both have you know been done with dealing with married men, mm-hmm. and look, we're still sitting here having to exercise that that feeling and that those thoughts right. that came with that to be able to move on and continue to grow. You know, you got a whole other person that you're now you know maybe building a life with. Right. And for me, I'm still out here trying to find someone, right. but. When I do get into a situation where I'm going to begin to build a life with someone as well, I want to make sure that that shit with that married man is absolutely resolved because unfortunately for me, it's a negative that I still do love that man like I just got up from him yesterday. And so the opening is there where, okay, if he happened to pop back up right now. Right that would be a challenge for me to be like okay i can't fuck with you no more right. even yeah. though i yearn i yearn him yeah. which is me and interesting i'm off the baby he was just clearly one of them dl type niggas that just wanted his cake and eat it too yeah. i mean i mean he was just one of them niggas and i just had to i just had to respect the fact that that's just who he is yeah and i i had to learn that mm-hmm. and i'm completely okay with that i ain't i ain't hating on his hustle or whatever he call up trying to do he was just on dr oz a few weeks ago really and i was like okay get your money with his wife too and i was like okay. doing what baby i don't know but i was like okay i mean were they like people on the stage or in the audience no, they was on the stage what like the fuck are they doing baby i don't know but i want to see 
but uh yeah i mean it is what it is these those type guys are out there i'm just glad that i didn't catch anything during that process right and um i got the lesson early that's it and so um i know better now because mama angela said it best once you know better you do better mm-hmm. and now that i know better i gotta do better yeah so uh yeah so it was definitely an experience that i would never forget however i would not want to go back right so so as always i ask everyone to check us out on the social media respond to this episode and all the others that's already out there on all the social media uh or podcast platforms uh of course you got apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher um overcast breaker many other a plethora of others is if spotify one of them spotify is absolutely uh-huh. one of them and i completely forgot thanks yeah so make sure you just you know you find us on the podcast uh platforms wherever they are available listen to the episodes respond back you can do that on facebook instagram and on twitter as well it's sunny in the shade tay All this right. has been a very heavy episode oh, yes yeah, bitch this was definitely the shade during the winter time Ooh. bitch because it's cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next time. All Bye-bye. right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>